Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> 95.7 The Game. Hey, buddy. Good to have you back. Oh, it's good to be back, Mark. So good to you, be back. You did the same thing with your uh, your day off yesterday that, that I think um, at least uh, kids of our age, I'm sure it's different now because you could just whip your phone out and start looking at TikTok or something like that. But I used to know by the time I got to the Price is Right at 10 a.m. on those days where you were able to convince your parents that you, you were sick enough to yeah, stay home from exactly. school. Hey, you get to the Price is Right at 10 o'clock and I'm like, all right, am I actually sick or am I now just bored? And when the Price is Right is over, it's going to be 11 o'clock and soap operas are going to come on. And what the hell am I going to do then? Right. Because you can't go outside and play because you convinced mom you're too sick to go. Luckily, I had a great Nerf hoop set up. Our house in Petaluma, nice. we had, uh, there was kind of by where the A-frame was. So we had a, a higher ceiling. So I was able to like get a lot of Nerf hoop going on. And I would draw up my own eight-team bracket and just play, you know, I, I would play both teams, me <laughs> against me, and just play an entire 18 bracket. Try not to be too hot and sweaty by the time mom came home, because then it's a, it's a tell that you actually played sick. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, glad you're all with us this morning. Twitch, YouTube, hey, uh, what is going on? Glad to have you. Xfinity Mobile text line available. Your phone call's always welcome at 888-957-9570. Mike Silver in 25 minutes. A lot of important stuff from Kosh Shanahan at his press conference yesterday, and we'll play it for you in just a sec. 
Uh, the San Francisco Gift and Jewelry Center with over 75 showrooms in one location. The SF Gift and Jewelry Center has gifts for every budget. So, Valentine's Day on the way. And this Valentine's Day, you can definitely give B-D-E. Oh. It's Big Diamond Energy. What did you think they meant? Right. Uh, visit today at 888 Brandon Street in San Francisco or shop online at SFGCJM. Dot com. All right, glad you're with us. Uh, no, let's no, don't talk about that. Yeah, I, I, now I won't. Uh, so let's rat a tat tat right through the important quarterback parts from Kyle Shanahan yesterday. If you missed them, so a lot of them are quick. First, is San Francisco looking for a veteran QB? Would you be looking for a high-profile veteran? No, we're content enough. No, we're content enough. Okay, then what's Brock Purdy's timeline? Once three months is over, they start the rehab of just building the arm back slowly. And by six months, it's built back. And that's when I start to ask questions. So does that mean ease them in and stuff like that? Like you would think of ACLs and things like that. And they said, no, the buildup's been from three to six. And at six months, he is the same dude in full go. So that was the most encouraging part that I heard. CTP cleared to play. Right. Uh, in, in six er months. In early August, if, if they do the surgery soon and if it goes well. Right, and you would assume that they would do the surgery sooner rather than later once he gets all of his second and third opinions, and you would also assume that the surgery, quote, goes well, because the surgery is not that complicated in terms of it's either A or B, and if they go in there and they look, and the UCL, the ligament, can be reattached and fixed, that's three to six months. It's three months until he can throw, six months till he can play. If the ligament is so badly damaged that it can't be fixed, now you need a new ligament in there. Now we're talking about Tommy John, and that's nine to 12 months. And John Lynch had already said there are, at this point, no indications that that's the case. And what about Trey Lance and his injury? When's he going to be ready? It sounds like he'll be pretty close around phase one, phase two. You know, OTAs is the third phase, which I think's, I think that's five weeks after phase one. So uh, we'll see in phase one. They know they're saying right around that time, so hopefully we'll be able to ease him in with drill work and things like that, and then by OTAs, he'll be able to go. It was funny in a way, and it was tough. I get it. From the media standpoint, everyone's trying to get to the same answer, and everyone's trying to figure out how to phrase the question to get Kyle Shanahan to answer two things. A, is Brock Purdy your starter? And B, are you interested in anybody we've heard of on the free agent market with regard to quarterbacking? So here was one try at it. How are you going to... Uh, uh, handle the quarterback situation this offseason. I don't think there's much to handle. One guy can't go, and the other guy should be ready for OTAs. So um, OTAs haven't been that consistent over the last three, four years since COVID. Um, they keep being a little bit more different each year, so it's not as big of a deal as it used to be, but it uh, sounds like we'll at least have one guy for it. All right, that was unsatisfying. Okay, uh, how about this, uh, Kyle? Uh, <laughs> uh, is, uh, it, uh, is Brock Purdy your starter? Things I haven't even thought about at all. So right now we're just working on coaches, and I think that stuff will play itself out by training camp. Damn it, that right. didn't work. No, uh, no. Okay. You want to uh, try again? What if we said, okay, well, let's go back. Remember, remember how you already said that, that you were content at the... But so so there's no veteran quarterback that no other veteran quarterback that you want. I know we have two starters on our team right now that I believe we can win with. So when you have that situation, you're not that eager to go looking around. 
Damn it. Uh, okay. Uh, Garoppolo. What about Jimmy? I wish you guys could see Jimmy being back, and if so, what what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. All right, we're done here. Yeah. We're done. That's it. So he won't name a starter. He doesn't know about Trey or Brock as it pertains to next August, which is six months away. He won't answer as to whether or not he's going to add another quarterback, but he will tell you it won't be Jimmy Garoppolo and it won't be a, quote, high-profile free agent. So basically what he's telling you is... I'm worried about my coaching staff. I don't have a defensive coordinator. And when we get into March and we get into the new league year, at that point, he'll figure out what stopgap veteran journeyman he can throw into the mix to have three QBs. Because right now, come OTAs, he may not have anybody running the offense. There was a further question about, uh, Kyle, could you describe the profile of the quarterback (laughs) you do want to sign? And uh, he goes, uh, the best one. Right, the profile, the best one. The best one available. Exactly. The best one available. And basically what he's saying is the profile of the the quarterback would be somebody who's not going to cost me a lot, somebody who can be there just in case. Kind of a Josh Johnson plus. Because I don't think that they had their eyes on Josh Johnson all year. No, that was an emergency break last situation. Exactly. So he's looking for a quarterback who's a little bit better than a Josh Johnson emergency break glass quarterback. So I I guess, yes, the only definitive thing we got was Jimmy's not going to play here. Right. And, and, and we're 49ers. Yeah, thank you. Right. Although we're 49er fans, so even after those definitive statements, Tom Brady's like, "I'm retiring." Dot 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 for good. And 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 Kyle's like, "Jimmy Garoppolo's gone." Dot 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 for good. Right. And all of us are like, yeah. Hard, yeah. "We'll see." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But that's what we got from a definitive standpoint. Unless you read between the lines, there was something else definitive that Kyle can't say in these words yet, but he said it, which is as uncomfortable as it is for all of us 49er fans to look at two really young players, not in their 20s, their early 20s, and neither one of them has double-digit starts yet in the NFL, and neither one of them is healthy. That's what we got, and Kyle looked at everyone and went, yep. That's what we got. Right. And that's what we're going with. And people are like, yeah, that's uncomfortable. And the 49ers said, right, you're going to have to deal with that. Because both of them, in different ways, have wowed us, have gotten our attention, have gotten our desire over the last couple of years. We believe in that. And therefore, we think that's how we are both, A, going to win football games and, B, run our salary cap. And so it is Brock Purdy slash Trey Lance or bust. And I think that's absolutely the right move. We'd love to hear your perspective on it. 888-957-9570. Are you comfortable with the 49ers putting all of the chips in the young guy's Basket because that's what I took from yesterday. I don't know how you can't be comfortable with uh, the approach that they're taking. You, you look at what Brock Purdy did as the starter. He stepped in and ran the Shanahan system better than Jimmy Garoppolo and better than Trey Lance. Now, we haven't seen enough of Trey Lance to definitively say that Brock is better than what Trey eventually will be or could be, but what we know is this. Brock Purdy 
took the job as a third stringer, and the team got better. The offense got better. They scored more points, and they won more games than any quarterback to start their career in the history of the organization, including Jimmy Garoppolo from when he started as a Niners quarterback, and he won his last five. Well, Brock Purdy did that one or two better than what Jimmy Garoppolo did. And you know that the team took three first-round picks and threw them in the garbage to get Trey Lance. And so you know that the team wants to see definitively what they have in Trey Lance before they move off of Trey Lance. So you've got two quarterbacks, and now you're wondering who the third will be. But that's a question that won't be answered for the next month or two or three months. And it, it, it Unfortunately, it does matter. Well, I won't say it doesn't really it, matter it, because it, we saw this year that it does matter. Right, it does, except for you're hoping that it doesn't. And realize this about ourselves. We will be the only fan base in America that spends time this offseason on QB3. And as talk, we should. And talking about it. Unfortunately, as we should. Yes and no. I, I, here's a perspective that I don't share, but I understand. And, and I think you have it. I think you're one of many people who have this perspective. And I understand it. I understand the PTSD of it. I understand the factual nature of it. I understand that some of you believe there is way too much of a common thread between Kyle Shanahan and quarterback injuries for QB3 to be irrelevant. Um, I don't share it. I do sit over here on the side of it's just been bum luck. That's me. And I and yesterday, in fact, this came up. This came up. And this is when Kyle Shanahan got a little upset. And I actually think that everyone should take a moment to think about how you'd feel if somebody was asking you this. If you were in charge of people, well, it doesn't matter what your job is. If you're a boss, do you hire people? Okay? If you hire people and somewhere along the road, the reputation starts to get built that you put your employees in danger. You put them in either physical or mental danger. Emotional, and yeah. And you do it for your own gain. That's, that's fighting words. That's offensive to somebody now. I get that. And so, and so when Kyle gets chippy, when that comes up, I totally get it. When you ask that question, that way I understand, but I think if you looked at the injuries, common sense would answer that question. I mean, how have they gotten hurt? I mean, I'm sorry, Josh got a concussion when he hit the ground. So that's the fourth one you're talking about. I'm sorry, our quarterback got his elbow bent backwards on a normal drop back pass. I'm sorry, on a drop back pass, someone rolled up on Jimmy's ankle. And then we have a dual threat quarterback who got hurt running the ball. So to throw all those four in that category, no, no quarterbacks got hurt when we had to hand it off the whole second half. So we can look into that. Yeah. So I, right. I, I get why he's sarcastic. No, I get I, it. I get it too. And I'm I'm not here to blame Kyle Shanahan for the injuries of the quarterbacks. I thought that he misused Trey Lance. He put Trey Lance in a position as a ball carrier where Trey Lance got hurt. I'm looking just at the situation, the facts of the matter with the Niners quarterback situation since he's been the head coach and only. One time, one lousy time, since he's been the head coach, has he had a quarterback start game one and start all the way through the season. And so this is not to say that Kyle Shanahan gets these guys hurt, but you can say that these guys get hurt when Kyle Shanahan is the head coach. This is not to blame Kyle Shanahan. This is just to point out the fact of the matter, which is your quarterbacks get hurt. That's a fact. Right. However... It's relevant as to whether or not that's dumb luck 
or if he's putting them in harm's way when it comes to the QB3 conversation. See, I, I think it's only relevant to the point where... Because are you supposed to plan for it? Yes. If it's dumb luck, I'm not planning for it. I don't think that you can look at it after six years and call it dumb luck I, anymore. I do. I, I still and and I think his answer right there shows it. We're, there's no common thread between the four injuries. Well, then you trade other, Trey other, Lance. Other than that, they're football players. Then, well, they're football players, but other teams. If you look at all across the league, how many other teams have had this much dumb luck at quarterback? Record-breaking level this year. This year, yeah. I'm talking about a six-year body of work. I, and again, I mean, Mark, I'm not blaming Kyle Shanahan. What I'm I'm giving Kyle Shanahan credit for getting the quarterback room full of quarterbacks because whether it's because your offensive line isn't good enough or your scheme puts these guys in a position or it's dumb luck or it's a collection of all of it, the bottom line is you have needed more than one quarterback in every year but one. Right, although the cool thing here is now they have more than one quarterback. Exactly. Because they haven't gone into every year, like most teams don't, they have not gone into every year with two viable options. Who the hell knew that they went into last year with three? By the way, still couldn't, still couldn't get to the end you needed four. of their playoff yeah. run. But it, but I, like while I get that, I'm not saying I'm against the 49ers going out and get someone in the QB3 spot who they think can win a football game or two or five. Right. Of course. I Sign off on it completely. However, I'm not going to put tons of stock and thought and stress into where that goes because I will start next year again. And you can call me insane for this, but I will start next year again thinking, like, if you get past Brock and Trey, it's probably, if, if, if those are significant injuries, it's probably going to be a lost season again. The same way... See, every, I don't believe that. Every NFL team does this now, okay? There's a, the Chiefs did not play one game this year where they thought to themselves, if Mahomes goes down, we're okay. The Bills didn't play one game this year where they thought if Allen went down, they can still win the Super Bowl. The Ravens ended up with using three guys. And yeah, they limped their way into the playoffs, and the lack of Lamar Jackson showed, and a rookie mistake at the quarterback position literally knocked them out of the playoffs. The Bengals, right, they've had Burrow for, what, three years now? They, 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 they go very far in the playoffs when he plays. And then one year he tore his ACL and their season was over. So I, I don't know. I, I look at this almost from the other perspective. The 49ers might, we don't know yet about Trey, they might have two guys with whom they can win. Hopefully. That's more than everybody else. <laughs> but you also, based on their own track record, you need to have a third quarterback who at least you can put in there if it's Andy Dalton, if it's, you know, C.J. Beathard, if it's Nick Mullins, whoever it is, you need to have a third guy that you can at least put in in a stopgap way and think maybe we can keep this team afloat. Because if you look at the quarterbacks by year under Kyle Shanahan, 3-3-1-3-2-3 three, 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 three uh -huh. in terms of guys who have started games. Sure. So this is not to blame Kyle Shanahan. I think that's patently unfair in a violent sport. But if you look at the track record, to me, it's more than just dumb luck when it happens six consecutive years. Yeah, or I, five I, of six. I, yeah, I, I get it. I, I just, to me, in football, that's that's what it is. I'm not saying that you don't sort of prepare for it. It's also interesting to look about how you go about preparing for it. Right. We're throwing out all these names, and and sure, they're quarterbacks 
Could they win you a week? Yeah. Can you go all the way to the end with them? I mean, sure, Nick Foles things happen, but but almost never. They almost never ever. This happened once where, and I, you right. can bring up Hostetler, but he was actually a, a he turned out to be a player and at a different era where well, you Brock all, Purdy was on the precipice of doing just that because he was your third stringer. Except for maybe like my point is like a Hostetler Purdy showed that maybe he's not one of those people. He's not a third-string right. quarterback. He's a first-string quarterback. But when he came on the field the first time, he none was, of us thought, okay, here, here we go, Hostetler. Well, so do you try to recreate Brock Purdy? And that's what I was about to say. In other words, instead of screaming about David Blau and Nate Sudfeld, um, I know Bill Belichick is one of these people. Draft the quarterback every year. Yeah. Now, now, I don't mean in the second round. You know, I don't mean a big-name guy. But, like, if there's somebody you evaluate and you think, boy, that guy could really fit my system and he's got some interesting undervalued traits, you know, maybe he goes to, what were those letters that Brock Purdy does well with the processing? What was that thing that the guy that we had on that said Brock, Pur Brock Purdy's processing yeah. was at a really yeah, elite yeah. level? Whatever the hell that was, if you see someone like that, fifth, sixth, seventh round, do it again. Do it again. And maybe that's your QB3. If I'm an NFL team... QBs are so much more valuable than everybody else. I'm stashing it somebody. S3 cognition. There you go. Sorry, it took if, me a minute. If you see, you're like, hey, there's a guy out of Louisiana Tech who's got some serious S3 cognition going on, <laughs> and nobody knows about him. All right, take that guy in the sixth round or whatever. Stash a QB. It makes all the sense in the world. Patriots, Bailey Zappi in 2022, fourth round out of Western Kentucky. Mac Jones the year before. Uh, the year before that, they didn't take a QB. The year before that, Jarrett Stidham. There you go. Fourth rounder out of Auburn. Uh, the year before that, Danny Etling out of LSU in the seventh round. In 2016, Jacoby Brissett in the third round. I mean, to your point. And the I mean, year before that, well, I think it was Jimmy Garoppolo. Two in years the before that. Two years it, before that. Eastern Illinois, Jimmy Garoppolo. And then uh, before that, they actually, Ryan Mallett in 2011 at LSU. It's not quite every year, but to your point, a late round pick. And by the way, the Niners, I think they have six seventh round picks now. And they've got like eight third round picks. Right, right. I don't know they what got they a, bunch they a bunch of comp picks that they can... You could take one of those picks and just throw it at a at a quarterback totally, like you're talking about. Totally, yeah. and a lot of times you turn those guys into draft or, or into capital later on. If Zach they, Robinson, right? If they out of Oklahoma State, if they think about oh this, if you come in as a backup and you look good for two weeks, somebody gonna give you a second round draft pick for him. Kevin O'Connell in 2008. You remember him? I mean, how many games did Garoppolo played when the Niners acquired him? I think he had two starts. That's it. He had two rings. But he looked good. <laughs> so it's like, hey, let's get that guy for a second rounder. Right. And then he won five more games and became the highest paid player in the NFL history at, 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 for at least a couple of weeks. So it doesn't take much. So that might be a way to address it. Well, and here's I'm an idea, Niners. And instead of drafting running backs, which right. it turns right. out you're not really that good at, just take a quarterback well, instead. And now you, you, now you got running backs. So, like, yeah. Right. Can we take a year off from running backs? Just take in, a quarterback instead. In the third round? I'm definitely in on that Instead idea. of your TDPs and your, uh, who's that one guy who, who, who oh, Trey oh, Sermon. Joe, Joe Thank Williams, you, Trey, Trey Sermon. Sermon. Trey is, Sermon, Kyle's is, reading my mind. By the way, is Sermon on, is he going to the Super Bowl next week? Sure is. he is. still on that team? Yeah, him and TDP both in street clothes on their respective sidelines. Well, I'm glad Sunday. he couldn't make that. I'm just glad he couldn't make the active roster on that team either. 
Um, so it's not like the 49ers were wrong with their assessment. But um, anyway. Trey Sermon is, uh, man, he's, he's likely going to get a ring. Um, likely? Patrick McCall. Likely? <laughs> either either oh. Trey Sermon or Jarek McKinnon is getting a ring. It's a tough look. Um, all right. So mm. it's Red and Gold Reaction brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. Mike Silver joins us next, and all guests are brought to you on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Uh, with Mike Silver, Vic Fangio's going to the Dolphins. Did the 49ers actually want him? What is his perspective? What's the behind-the-scenes thought on the offseason for the 49ers' QB position and Brock Purdy's elbow? All of that with Mike Silver next on Willard & Dibs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 